You're listening to the What's Happening with Stage Lighting podcast with David Henry. He'll be giving you tips, tricks, ideas, news on new gear, and most importantly, help you make great lighting. Welcome to episode 2005 of What's Happening in Stage Lighting. In this episode, David and Crystal will be talking about testing fixtures, great processes on how to test them, what steps David takes when reviewing fixtures on his YouTube channel, how to test a fixture without a console, and the launch of a brand new trade show in 2024. Testing, testing, testing. Can you hear me now? Hello, everybody. What's up? This is Crystal, and this is the What's Happening in Stage Lighting podcast. And we're going to be talking about testing fixtures today and the process that David goes through to bring you all those great gear review videos um, on our gear YouTube page and all the testing process and his kind of general testing process so that if you're looking to test out some fixtures, you kind of have a guideline. So hello, David. How are you today? You know, I'm doing good. Doing good today. Just uh, pounded out a good day. It's beautiful outside and uh, ready to talk about lights, which, you know, it, that's always fun. When is it not fun to talk about lights? Never. It's always fun. And it's, well, it's questionable here whether we, we're going <laughs> through some dippy cold fronts that yesterday it was kind of cold and I had to literally turn my little foot heater on my desk on, which I hadn't, I thought I was going to be putting it away. <laughs> so we'll see what it decides to do as we go through the end of the week. But here in Texas, it's, uh, it's supposed to be summer. So we'll see. <laughs> it's not summer. It's, it's March 30th. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, it's usually hot is what I mean. It, you know, summer for us yeah. is of course 90, but anyway. Um, I get all right. So we are talking about your testing process today and how, uh, also how to perform like a successful demo. So first off, uh, I want to talk to you about how you decide what fixtures you're going to review. Um, for the Learn Stage Lighting Gear YouTube page. And if you don't know, we have a dedicated review page on YouTube for the Learn Stage Lighting Gear uh, store where David goes into depth into fixtures and accessories and lots of other things. So that if you are looking for um, some equipment, you can use that as a resource to get in-depth reviews uh, and in their video reviews. So they're a little deeper than just your average review. So how do you decide what fixtures are going to get reviewed for the gear YouTube page? Yeah. I mean, more often than not, like anything like, you know, of course we started the site and, you know, there's all sorts of fixtures that I liked that we already recommended to customers. And I said, Hey, you know, let me go and review these fixtures so that we've got it in video so that when customers, when somebody comes to the site and they ask us about a light or they're curious about a light, they can look at it and they can see a review of that light, see how it performs, get a better idea of what it actually does than, you know, just whatever's out there, the user manual, the specs, you know, what have you. Um, so that was the, you know, the first goal of the channel, right? That was what we did at first. Um, nowadays, you know, when it comes to reviewing lights, typically it's a newer model fixture. Um, 
and a lot of that comes down to how we acquire the fixtures that we review. Um, and so unless something is like, unless it's a fixture that we all really like and we recommend to people that's not new, but we also haven't done a review, it, when we run into something like that, then yeah, I try to get my hands on it and try to do a review. Uh, in those cases though, most of the time we're buying the fixture, um, and we have to resell it as a B stock, which kind of honestly, uh, <laughs> it, it sometimes takes quite a while to, to sell that item. So the best situation, just looking on the inside is if we can get a demo of the fixture, which when fixtures are new to the market, most of the time with the manufacturers we're dealers for, they'll give us the opportunity to demo those new fixtures. Um, because we have, you know, there's, there's product reps and I've got one locally here to me who's awesome uh, for, one, for a couple of the brands we work with or else the manufacturers directly will send it to me or I can go pick it up from the product rep's house or what have you and, uh, and then review it. Now, that being said, like I'm all about you know, and we'll talk about this more, like looking at every fixture and, and really taking a look at it and, and, you know, reviewing every fixture I possibly can. That being said, sometimes fixtures come out from manufacturers that we carry because we carry a lot now. And I just look at them and, you know, I get to see it and I check it out, look at the specs and also see it in person and go, you know what, this one just... I just don't see the need to really focus on it because it might be pretty much the same thing as something else that we already recommend. And, and I just don't see like that it's that much better and maybe it costs more or maybe, you know, whatever, like, like sometimes, yeah, we get fixtures and, and I look at new fixtures and I just go, you know, I don't need to review that. We don't need to cover that because we already have really great solutions. And this new fixture doesn't give us any like big advantage or any advantage over what we've already got out there. So if someone's looking at our gear YouTube page, they may not necessarily see everything, but they're going to see the ones that you would recommend for a certain solution. So you're not reviewing every product that ever comes out. You're just kind of picking the ones that solve a purpose and fit our client needs. Yeah, more often than not, I would say so. I mean, I, I really have the belief that, you know, every fixture that comes out has like a use and has a use case. Um, you know, has someone that it's useful for, but, but sometimes, you know, again, I look at something and I'm like, yeah, like we have stuff we already recommend that fits that purpose. And this doesn't, if the new light doesn't really have some advantage over what we're already covering, then there's not really a reason to cover it. Sure. And just a side note, if you go to learnstagelightinggear.com, uh, down below the big blue light bulb is the gear top picks, which we try to keep updated. But if you're looking for a quick way to get to uh, our favorite products, that is a great way to kind of get to them right away to go ahead and narrow down choices in one click and just to kind of see what the products are that we like. It's sort of like an editor's choice thing um, for other websites. So you can scroll right down past the blue light bulb and you'll see all of the top picks there on the Learn Stage Lighting Gear website. Let's talk about the testing process itself. Are you a manual reader? Do you read the manual when you get a light? As someone who occasionally writes manuals, um, I do like manuals. User manuals are exciting. Um, they keep you warm and fuzzy at night. But but no, <laughs> um, I try not to read the manuals. Um, so I'll reference the manuals, sure, but 
part of testing, especially software, but even light, is like, okay, how intuitive is this to use? Because I know when someone buys the light, there, you know, some people will read the manuals, but a lot of people won't, right? And so, you know, how how much can I figure out about the light without reading the manual? And then if there's stuff that I, I can't figure out, you know, why was that, right? Like, why did I have to look in the manual for this thing? And, and you know, I look at that and say, okay, you know, this makes sense, it doesn't, whatever. And, and it also helps me go, okay, you know, this wasn't as intuitive, but still makes sense. So I'll make sure I cover that aspect in the review, you know, whatever that might be. So, um, talk to me a little bit about your testing process in general for fixtures. Um, like, do you have kind of a process you kind of try to follow? No. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing solid. I'm kidding. But tell me a little bit about about how how that works. No, I'm somewhat kidding, but I'm not. A, I'm not. Because my question, my like reason for yeah. wanting to, my reason for wanting to do this podcast, this topic, is kind of goes back to that very first episode that we filmed together, where I asked you why are you the expert that people should trust. And so uh, I wanted to kind of dig into your process as a sidebar to that kind of question is why should, you know, are you doing your due diligence? If I'm a customer, I want to know, are you doing your due diligence when you're doing these reviews? So I want to kind of go into that process a little bit so we can reassure people that when they do watch your review, one, it's unbiased because we don't work for anybody. We work for everybody. Uh, and, uh, you know, that, that you're going through putting everything through its paces. Yeah, no, no, we definitely put it through its paces, but you know, basically like the, the first thing I look at is often before I even review a product, I've often looked at its photo metrics. Um, if it has a photo metric report from the manufacturer available, which most of the time they do. And you know, the major manufacturers, the people we're dealer for, they're honest in those photo metrics. So I don't have to worry about like double checking them. Like they're, they're all honest about them. Like, uh, you know, people check them all the time. Like I'm just, that's not really a concern because they, across the major players, they're, they're not you know, cooking the photometrics. They all basically use the same machine that helps them make them, and the review, the, the photometrics are very transparent. Um, if it's a fixture that doesn't have photometrics, and, and we can talk about what photometrics are in a second, um, I'll go and pull out my whatever it is, spectrometer, I think it's called fancy light meter, and take some measurements, see how bright it is at different distances, and compare it to other fixtures that are similar that we already recommend. Uh, oftentimes, you know, I generally have a small to large pile of fixtures in the corner that, uh, you know, we currently have here. And if there's something that is, you know, similar that we're really, I'm really familiar with, I'll pull that fixture out. We'll look at them visually against each other because um, a photometric is, uh, like I said, I'd answer this, a photometric is a report or just basically numbers that tell you what the light does. So how bright is it? What's the quality of the light? Um, how bright is the center of it versus the outsides? What beam angle is it? It'll tell you things like that. And so, um, and so, you know, that's the kind of stuff you're going to see in a photometric report. Um, a lot of them are, they're pretty complex these days. Um, and so, you know, they're, they're really good. But if, again, if a fixture doesn't have it, then I pull out the meter and I start checking it. And even when it has photometrics, um, photometrics can be a tough subject just because 
sometimes the reports and the numbers make something look brighter than it is, or maybe it looks brighter. You know, it, it, it doesn't ultimately tell the whole story. Um, so anywho, what is my testing process? Um, I have a, I have a side, side yeah. question. Um, there is a manufacturer that we work with a lot. If you're listening, manufacturer, make it better. Um, and they, they only list one photometric length, five meters. If I'm reading this as a lighting newbie, am I to assume that that light is designed for five meters and really not any further? No, not really. (laughs) I mean, it just, you know, ultimately it's, it's just a benchmark. Um, everybody's circumstance you know what they're using it for is different everybody's situation is different so you know it it really it really varies um you know it's it's i wouldn't get caught up on that meters thing um yeah so now processor you were you were going into something i was going into something um so yeah so then the process like after that is um is just simply like okay um you know what does, how does this fixture perform? Like, like if I'm thinking about our customers and I'm thinking about myself and situations we're going to use this in, how am I going to use it? Right? Like, is it a light that's going to like uplight walls? Is it a light that's going to shine on people? Is it a light that's going to shine through haze in the air primarily? You know, what functions is it going to have? What situations am I going to use it in? And then I test it in those types of situations and I look at, okay, you know, how does it look? How are the colors? How does it look through haze? You know, how does it, um, look when I shoot at a far distance? How, you know, how, how does it, you know, appear to the eye basically? And how do I feel like, you know, in different situations, whether people will like it a lot or not like it, you know, et cetera. Like I'm just, I basically just try to do, you know, here in the, the lab of the, of the, the office, the studios here is basically go, okay, like in like a real world. And that includes turning other lights on, not just having it on in a pitch black room. Um, you know, how does this thing work and how does it look? Um, because one of the things that happens and we'll see this a lot is of course, like, um, our big trade shows in lighting are always all in the dark totally dark right but there's other booths and so there's some light around uh which helps you contextualize it but if you ever go like a lot of these manufacturers have these roadshow events actually there's one that i'm not at right now um and and and, um and they're great to go to but you just have to remember like you you know you'll, you'll come into this space whatever it is like here in nashville there's all these rehearsal studios so they just do them there and you'll be in a windowless room with the lights completely out. And this is the only light on whatever they're demoing at the time. And so, you know, you'll be in there and there's a bunch of haze and it's real dark. And then they turn this light on and they're like, Oh look, it's so bright. Like every light's going to look bright in that context. Um, right. so that's not Rods and cones. Everything's like, going to be bright. Like, like, you know, I get why they do it. I just don't think it's super helpful. Um, and so, you know, what we, what we like to do when we're reviewing stuff is like testing it, comparing it against other fixtures we know and we use, 
to see, okay, really, like, in a real-world situation, not just a dark room, like, how does this thing look, and how does it perform? And then I tell you guys, right? And and you guys, you know, are probably sick of hearing my voice by now. Not really. I've been told many things, um, but, <laughs> but, you know, that's what we do. Um, you know, I I pull out the light meter. I, I hook it up often to a lighting console. I know that's one of the questions you asked there. Um, if there's fixture profiles already created, like if it's a fixture that's already on the market as opposed to a prototype, um, you know, then I can just plug it up with Onyx, uh, usually on my NX1, and just work with it. But it doesn't matter what I use, because at the end of the day, any DMX control console can control anything. Um, you know, the other day I pulled out the the uh, ADJ WMX1, the Wolf Mix, and uh, that's just a cool little console, no PC, no nothing, but boom, pulled up a fixture that was in there, ran some tests on it, um, and, you know, um, you know, in general, you know, just test the thing out, you know, try to, um, you know, I almost, I, I want to say try to break it, but, like, today's modern fixtures, like, out of the box, like, unless there's something wrong with it, it got damaged in shipping, whatever, like, today's modern fixtures are really reliable from all the major brands, like, like, I'll let them, let them run for a while and hear how loud the fans are, and, you know, when they kick up, and, and, you know, move them around and test them like that, but I don't, like, in testing, I don't go out of my way to, like, you know, consumer reports it and like, you know, run it for days and days and days. Um, because any of these brands that are reputable, that put out reputable fixtures over time, like their fixtures are going to be reliable. And even if I ran it for a few days, like ultimately that they wouldn't tell you like what it's like after months and months and months of use. Um, now on that topic, you know, I, I lay that, you know, I, I kind of lay that back on the manufacturers just because, you know, these days with the fixtures we have, everything being LED based, like the fixtures are really reliable across all the major brands. Um, there are, as Crystal knows, in the Christmas light market, uh, we sell a line of fixtures called the Dominar fixtures, including like a new par we have. It's waterproof. It's cool. Um, and we'll be selling it on, on gear too, because it's, it's going to be good for some of those people. But those fixtures, on the other hand, um, I do put through the, the rigorous testing where, where I've got a handful of those pars that are sitting out on trees and they run every night and, you know, we're testing it for months and months and months on end, but that's something we're putting our name on as the, as, as the distributor, you know, not something that uh is coming from a major manufacturer where you know i know they're doing that testing they've got the track record you know i'm not as much worried about that as i am as just like feeling okay how's the quality of this okay how do the knobs work how does everything adjust does it feel good you know when i am controlling it you know how does it dim how do all the different parameters work is there anything i need to watch out for like you know, I, like I can only use the frost if I'm zoomed at certain angles or not, you know, and, and, and kind of find stuff like that that's not always documented um, in the official manufacturer stuff. You mentioned the, the Wolfmix WMX1 console, and you just made a video, uh, an um, in-depth kind of, uh, not a gear review, a tutorial kind of thing that is on Learn Stage Lighting uh, YouTube. So... In case you're following along at home, we have Learn Stage Lighting YouTube, which is kind of goes more in depth uh, and is a lot of tutorials and kind of a video version of this podcast. And then we have Learn Stage Lighting Gear, 
YouTube, which is just product reviews. So that's kind of how we uh, separate those two. But you did just release a WMX1 uh, video for Learn Stage Lighting. So if that is of interest to you, that came out, I believe, yesterday. So go check that out. Now, this right. is just but kind this, of a fun... This podcast is in real time, though, so it didn't come out yesterday. <laughs> oh, shoot. I messed it up, didn't I? It came out March yeah. 29th. That's a good way yeah, to put it. Yeah, March 29th. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this is a podcast. Get we'll with it. Um, yeah, and we release these about once every two weeks. So, Okay, so March 29th, good video on, on WMX1. Now, this is the next question is just kind of a fun one. Um, when you're doing your gear videos, have you already kind of gone through the fixture pretty well, or do you, I know you wing a lot of things and that's why people like you because your approach is very honest and not scripted and, and not really produced. Um, so that's why a lot of people like to use your resources. So when you've, when you're, when you're hitting record for your gear reviews, have you already pretty much put the, put the light through? Um, it depends. Like, like, I guess I want to have the confidence that I can shoot the video and present it to, to all y'all, um, like present you the light and show you how it works and show you what we think about it and, and be able to use all the features well on the video, but not like, not know it like super well, um, and so, like, if it's like a par, for example, like I just did actually the Chauvet Slimbank Q18 ILS. I just recorded that the other day. Um, it's a wash light. It's like a par, right? There's not a ton that it does. So I didn't really feel the need to do much before I reviewed it. You know, I opened it up. I turned it on quick. Um, that was about it because it's a par. It changes colors. You know, it has three segments it has barn doors on the front and other than that the point of the review is more like okay what's the look and feel how's the hardware on the sides how's the build quality you know what's the light look like like all of that i can do you know really easily within the context of video um when it comes down to when it's like a full featured you know moving head profile type fixture that's got you know framing shutters and gobos and animation wheels and zoom and frost and all of these prisms and all this stuff like, I want to get, I, I do, you know, spend some time on it, you know, 30 minutes to an hour ahead of time, just getting, going through everything and then testing it, you know, okay, is the zoom loud? Is the zoom quiet? You know, if I have the frost in, can I use the prism or are they on the same wheel? You know, are the prisms independent of each other? Can they be used separately? You know, I just look at, at all the features in the light and just see, okay, you know, how does this work? That work? I often with movers too, usually just take the cover off and see um, how it's put together on the inside. You know, is it more modular or is it like, okay, if something breaks, you're going to have to have all the pieces spread out around you on the floor, you know, that, that kind of thing, because, because that does matter to people. Um, but, but overall, like, I don't, you know, I don't spend days and days of time with the fixture before I go and make the video because, again, that's, that is our style and that's, that's what people like is that, you know, I'm exploring and, and getting to know the fixture as I show it to you, but I also want to know enough about it that I'm not missing parts of the fixture, you know, missing things it does or parts of it uh, completely. Have you ever had a fixture that just really disappointed you? And what do you do then? Do you just not do a video or do you do a video and, and explain those 
feelings? <laughs> I mean, not often. Like, usually I know enough about a fixture. <laughs> like, I know if I'm not going to like a fixture if I just feel like, eh, it's another one of these that does the same thing. It's not priced as well as the ones we usually sell, so what's the point? Like, like usually I at least see it at a trade show or at one of these roadshow events, and so I, I know going into it, like, okay, you know, this fixture just, it just doesn't make sense to us to, to cover it. Um, but if it has something unique, like, I'm always looking for you know, the intended purpose and just looking for the sweet spot for that light, right? Like, like every light has a sweet spot and has situations where it's the perfect fit per se. I mean, not, not all the time, but, but a lot of the time, like there might be a fixture that I might, I look at, you know, new for a manufacturer, you know, and I'm checking it out and I go, you know, for a lot of our customers, this probably doesn't make sense, but there are a few that would appreciate these couple things over what we normally recommend. And so in that case, I go, yeah, I'll, I'll review it. I'll mention that, you know, it's actually, I did this recently with the fixture. Um, we're not going to name it here, but I, you know, reviewed it and I was like, you know, um, there's a few things that you're going to see that this fixture can do that other similar ones on the market don't, but this one also does cost more. So you really have to weigh out, um, and, and, you know, reach out to us at learning stage lighting gear to help you with this, but you have to weigh out, okay, does this one or two features really mean that much to you? Or should you go with an alternative that may cost a good bit less and, and be, you know, pretty much equal. Um, but it's not often that I don't love, like, that I, like, literally don't like a fixture and go, you know, don't buy this because, like, anything from the major players these days is well built, is, is, you know, it's a good fixture. Um, and that's one of the cool things of where we are today. Now, you know, we can go down a rabbit hole about certain, um, you know, direct from the factory type, excuse me type uh, manufacturers that may have reached out to me recently and then, you know, kind of had unreasonable demands. And so we're, we're, I'm not covering them uh, for that reason. But, uh, but, you know, like, ultimately, I, you know, the manufacturers do value our feedback and we give it to them. But I don't think I've ever had a manufacturer send me something and I go back and be like, you know, this is junk. Um, recently, I went back to a manufacturer and I said, hey, I think the feet on this strip light are junk. Um, they're, they're just really not good. And, and they found some ways they could improve them. So, you know, that's, we, we do that. Um, and, and, and we're not afraid to do that. Um, because yeah, but, but I think with most fixtures, like, like even if, you know, it's like, Oh, well, this light is not amazing. Maybe it's really cheap. And then, you know, you can go, okay, Hey, we're reviewing it here. You know, this light's not amazing, but the price point's really, really killer. So if you just want light and, you know, you're not particular, this might be a good fit for you. Okay. So the next thing we're going to kind of cover is um, one of the benefits of buying your gear from uh, a distributor or dealer like ourselves is a, is a something called a demo. Now, not every brand... Uh, and manufacturer will offer a demo, but I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about them because as far as re general retail is concerned, it's not something that you can usually do when you buy something. You don't get to try it out. So I kind of wanted to talk about that for a sec. So what's a demo 
And in the context of Learn Stage Lighting Gear, how do they work? So demos demos can be tough in today's retail environment, um, just financially. But a demo is essentially where you borrow or you you know or you uh, meet up with your dealer and of that light and check out the light, right? You know, check out the light in person. Um, it can be helpful. Uh, if you know, you've got an installed lighting rig and you're looking to add something to it and you're not sure, you know, what exactly you want, um, you know, demos can be tough. What we like to do is, is quote people, you know, a price that's personalized to them. Um, meaning, you know, often a discount, but not always because that keeps us within, uh, policy on our map contracts. Um, but, but, uh, and so it can be tough. Like, like I know there's people out there that are like, unless, you know, you should never buy a fixture unless you get, you know, all the major players to come to your facility and demo that light. And I just look at that and I go, well, yeah, but that's only for like the higher end brands that, you know, maybe I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying anything I shouldn't hear, I don't think, but maybe the, the margin percentages are, you know, higher on some of those brands than on a lot of the more affordable brands. You know, I'm not saying, not, not violating any contracts here, but, but that could be, and that kind of allows for more of that. Uh, when you talk about kind of the, you know, DJ, like, not, I mean, DJ level is what we often call it, but that's a silly name because, you know, there's churches, bands, DJs, all sorts of small production companies in that scope. Um, you know, demos can be helpful, but they can also be really costly and, and hard to pull off. So like what we tell people and what we'll do with some of our manufacturers, and this is really on a case by case basis is some of our manufacturers will allow us to send out a demo. Um, we charge the customer for it so that we make sure we get it back. And if you, the customer like it, then you can keep it, um, and pay and you've paid for it. Um, and you know, then maybe you get more of them. Um, and we like to try to do that, but, but it is hard to do from a financial perspective, um, to do that and give people a personalized price as well. I'm just going to be honest with you, uh, especially on lower cost fixtures. Um, it's just, it's just kind of the nature of the beast. Um, so that's why we do such in-depth videos as well, because ultimately like with a lot of the bigger brands, we're not able to do a demo on their fixtures because that would involve us having to buy the fixture and then being stuck with it if that's not what you choose. And ultimately that would eat up a lot of money and then we have to try to sell them and that takes up a lot of resources. It's not quite as simple as it seems. Um, trust me, um, check out our eBay store and our B stocks on our site. <laughs> um, um, and so, so, you know, demos can be tough. Uh, if you know, it's tough. It's a tough, it's a tough place for me. <laughs> I just got to be honest with you. I would love to, in a heartbeat, let, you know, anybody who wanted to, you know, pay the cost of the fixture refundable, of course, if you send it back and get a demo, I would love to do that on any fixture we sell. It's just not financially feasible uh, to do that. Like it's, it's unfortunate. I would love for it to be, but then everything would cost more. Um, so, you know, demos can sometimes happen. They can be really helpful. Um, and if you're local to Nashville, Tennessee, it's easier for me to do them, if, especially if I have the fixture. Um, but don't expect a demo on, you know, anything under $1,000 for sure. 
Like, just don't. Um, it's it's probably not going to happen. But, you know, if, if you truly do need a demo to check something out, reach out to us. We'll see what we could do. Um, but there's no promises there because, again, it just it gets really costly. And that's why we do in-depth videos because it's like getting a demo, but without all the cost and complication. <laughs> and I'll just reiterate that uh, you mentioned this earlier, shootouts and things. If you're if you're lucky enough to be able to get a demo on a fixture and you're adding it into an existing rig, please pull some of those lights down and test it side by side. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Good call. Every time a new light comes out, it's got different parts inside of it. I know it shouldn't be that way, but that's just a fact. And the LEDs are getting brighter and the optics are getting better. And if there's more than a few years of separation between the systems in your rig, you may want to switch some things around and uh, you may surprise yourself in the not so good way if you don't test the fixtures against what you already have in your rig. So if you're going to do a demo, definitely pull some things down and and test them next to each other, just so you're aware. Um, pull the cover on a demo, yes or no? Definitely don't take anything out, but pull the cover, check out the inners. Innards. Sure. It actually is now, it didn't, I don't think it used to be, but it's actually illegal in the U.S. to put those stickers on items that say, like, warranty void if you pull off the sticker. Um, that is now illegal in the U.S. I don't think it used oh. to be. Um, and I so, didn't know that. Yeah. But obviously, like, anytime you have a fixture, like, if you modify that fixture and then it breaks and you try to make a warranty claim, like, like if you physically modified that fixture, did something, like, crazy, you know, like, like you, like, went inside and, like, bent something or whatever, like, that's not covered under warranty, people. Um, you know, <laughs> it's just not. So we talked about this a little bit, but I'm going to bring it back up just because it is an ongoing discussion happening on one of the groups that I follow. Um, so what if I've got some fixtures to test and I don't have a console yet because I'm building out a new space or I'm building out a new space and we have to pick these things so early in the process, but whatever the, or I'm a technician and I don't, I just don't have access to the venue yet or whatever the case may be. There's a hundred scenarios. What do I do if I don't have a console yet as far as testing something or getting uh, getting a look at something. And you mentioned the WMX, um, but there's a couple of other options out there that I wanted to just kind of touch real quick. Well, I mean, there's no, there's, I don't know of any fixture out there that doesn't have a built-in standalone or test mode where you can bring up each channel individually. Um, I, I can't think of a fixture that doesn't have something like that, especially in the age of LEDs. But as you noted, uh, things like the City Theatrical DMX Cat, uh, DMX Tester, you know, there's other handheld DMX testers. Any small DMX console with a bunch of faders on it can control a light. Like, DMX is DMX. You don't need a fixture profile and a fancy PC software or console to, to run it. Something with a bunch of faders on it can do it. Um, and so that's not really a concern. You can, any, any fixture has a way to get it, get it turned on and check out the features. It, it might not be as convenient as using a console, but you can see the darn thing. And there's a ton of, you know, little DMX consoles with faders under 50 bucks that, and there's a ton used that you can, you know, I think the biggest fixtures are now going into the 
30s and 40s channel wise. So if you get a 50 channel console, yeah, I mean, as board, long as you don't break like up a 48 yeah. channel board, as long as you're not doing pixels, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. When fixtures um, start to break into pixels, then you're hundreds and hundreds of channels, but <laughs> right. And at that point, you, you need a DMX, uh, USB to DMX dongle, although people aren't really using that word anymore. Um, adapter. You have to be a DMX adapter and uh, there's some free software out there or uh, the the laptop based versions of a lot of the software. You can uh, do a trial and whatever. So um, so you got lots of options out there now. Next topic is uh, is, there, is there a different process you would take? And we often believe it or not, y'all, we often. If the solution is a used fixture, we will tell people, hey, you'll, you're better off just getting these used. Because there's a great resource of, you know, great many companies that specialize in selling used equipment. So is there a difference in your mind between testing a fixture that's new out of the box versus testing a fixture that comes to me as a used item and or maybe... It's something old that's been in storage for five or so years, and I've I'm pulling it back out. Is there a difference between those two in your mind? Uh, well, I mean, it kind of comes down to warranty length, right? Like on anything new, you're going to have at least a one year warranty. Standards too. Some manufacturers offer three or more. Um, and if you, when you get into the the more high dollar stuff, you know, you can get these ten year warranties and whatever. Um, but you know, so there's that. Uh, whereas something used might, you know, often be on like a 30 day or something, right? Because it's, it's used like that's, that's understandable, but that means, yeah, when you've got it for your first day or two or your, your first month, like that they're covering it, like definitely let it run a bunch and try to break it, you know, within the bounds of DMX, like don't throw it, but, you know, try to just test everything out, run the features, you know, run stuff really fast and, and make sure it performs the way it's supposed to. Um, you know, when it comes to buying used stuff, like that's not what we're talking about here, but, um, but ultimately, you know, there's places like used lighting is a company called four wall and other big shops that sell things online. Um, and that is different, you know, and also like uh, churchgear.com uh, is a place that sells a lot of stuff too. And those kind of places often, you know, they're selling units that they used in their inventory and before they sell it, their repair techs are going through it and making sure it functions 100%. I trust those kinds of things higher than like an eBay or like a Facebook marketplace where it's just some production company, some small, whatever. Like you don't know what their standards are. You don't know what their expectation is for this used piece of equipment. Like, like did they just go and turn it on and, and it came up with no errors, so now we'll sell it? Like... Like, you don't know what their process was, so you want to check it out in full, um, no matter where you got it from, but especially if you're not buying it from a really big company that has, like, checklists and processes to, to really check that fixture out before it goes out the door. And uh, I know it's always tempting, but might want to avoid the pawn shops. <laughs> they always seem to have AV gear, <laughs> but bought one piece of equipment i bought a okay. uh, set of like drills and stuff like a drill circular saw yeah thing uh i was doing some um home repair on the side with a friend that had a business and i needed things i didn't normally need and man i think they lasted me three days oh, it, no. it was ridiculous oh, oh no 
how botched those those tools were and i was so upset but uh you, you know, know i so, mean life yeah. can be hit or miss right you know and there's good products and bad products like you know i always think about my uh you know those harbor freight 20 dollar uh sawzalls that they have the plug-in ones i think they're 30 dollars now but you know i have one that i bought six years ago and i've used it a ton and it's still it's still kicking um <laughs> but you know it's not a great saw but it's it's it does saw things <laughs> Yeah. Actually, well, that, that yeah. experience definitely made me weary of the pawn shop, but, uh, another vote for Harbor Freight, by the way, I, I love that store. Um, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> let's get back to topic. Um, tell me about some, uh, upcoming, no, some, uh, really exciting, uh, is there anything that you're really excited about getting your hands on kind of down the road? Is there anything coming down the pipeline that you're like, Ooh, I want to, I want to get my hands on that one. Mm. Is there so, anything that you've heard about, right? Like recently, you know, there's, there's really two things that kind of catch my eye in this world, right? The first is like when there's a new fixture and this happens a lot lately in the past years that kind of does the same thing all the other fixtures have done, but is like way cheaper, right? Um, and then the other thing is when you see a fixture that does something different or maybe it's LED and the, the ones before it weren't or, you know, does something significantly different, though, you know, in the past five years, I would be the first to say there hasn't been as much of that uh, that's happened. It's just like the industry's sort of not stalled out, but there's just we're ready for some big technological thing to come in and change everything. Um, and things are just like getting a little bit better every year, but there hasn't been a lot of like big things. Um, so in terms of fixtures, I'm thinking about, um, the, uh, 80J eliminator line. They just announced a new wash moving head and beam moving head, the, uh, strikers. And they're insanely well priced and look nice. Um, so I'm going to get those, you know, at some point, check them out. And my biggest interest with those is like, okay, how loud are they? How loud are the fans? How loud are they when they move? What does build quality feel like? And then, you know, how's, how do they perform? You know, do they, do they dim smoothly? Do the colors change smoothly? Do the feature sets work well, etc. Other than that, I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anything too much. We're kind of in a lull here because, you know, we're between trade show seasons uh, here in the U.S. And, and in the world. And so, you know, there might be something. I'm ready for something to surprise me <laughs> any day now. Um, come on. And, and we'd love to check it out. And you may have to go to the content schedule here. I didn't actually go look at this. But uh, what are the next few fixtures that you're going to be testing out on the gear review page? Do you have three lined up? Oh goodness. I have a billion lined up. Um, no. So I shot oh, a bunch of gear videos. And so we're going to be seeing here twice a week. We're going to have gear videos through right now. It looks like we're into mid May. Um, and so we've got fog, snow and haze machines. We've got DMX nodes. We've got clamps. We're going to talk about clamps. We've got Whoa. we've got uh, some bigger movers. We've got some smaller movers. We've got Elation's Big Secret, the best mid-sized beam fixture on the market, question mark. Um, we won't tell you what that is. You'll have to come in and watch it on May 2nd or whenever we rearrange the schedule to be. And so check it out. Cool. Some good stuff coming down the pipeline. Now, I got some breaking news here. Breaking news, breaking news. This kind of isn't just lighting. This is just kind of a, a thing. Breaking news that Transworld 
has announced that they have a new trade show Who's for Trans 2024. World? Transworld is the is a co producer of haunted attraction shows and they produce the biggest haunted attraction and christmas show every year in january january well it's in um, march we, every year but it was in january this year oh okay because that makes um, sense so it's a long so story. they're a, they're a producer much like ldi and um plaza and those kind of things they produce kind of produce trade shows geared at the haunted attraction uh industry but they've they've lumped Christmas in uh, as a co-hosted trade show. Um, so they're uh, and they do a podcast and they have a magazine and a newsletter and all that kind of stuff too. All um, stuff. but they have they have announced that they have a new trade show in 2024 that went live. That information came out today and it's going to be called East Coast Haunters Convention. So that's going to okay. be a new well, if you're annual, on the East Coast, yeah, a new annual event for them. And this year it's happening uh, in. The end of April, April 25th through 28th in 20, no, sorry, in 2024. 2024. Where is it? So, uh, it is in Oak, Oaks, Pennsylvania. Is that a Oaks, Pennsylvania? I've not heard of that one. Me neither. At the, which greater, you know. at the greater Philadelphia Expo Center. So it must be a. Oh, it's at the Philly uh, Expo Center. Yeah. Uh, close to the Philly area or the greater Philadelphia Expo Center. Wait, is that, is that the Philadelphia? No. Okay. That's not the Philadelphia convention center. I was like, Oh no, no, <laughs> no. Too many bad experiences there. We're not going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> so, so if you're in the haunted, uh, attraction, uh, space, look for that new offering there in 2024. And that just popped on the phone while we started recording. Awesome. Um, so next, uh, we talked about the new fixture. So yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to kind of talk about today. Um, do you have anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? I don't think so. I think it's about, uh, it's good to go. Yeah. All right, cool. And I'm just going to remind everybody to leave us a review on this podcast, wherever you listen. Thank you. Um, we're on all the, I think you can get it on mostly all of the platforms. I know I watch mine on all Google, the platforms, Google podcasts and iHeartRadio. Um, so leave us a review wherever you listen. And then uh, as well, if you've made any gear purchases from Learn Stage Lighting Gear uh, since we started selling please go on to the learn stage lighting gear website drop a review um we're, we're continually being asked by people for reviews um other than our video reviews so if you have had a great experience with a product that we have sold you please go back to that product page and just drop a little review and to let other buyers know how excited you are about that fixture or accessory that purchase so that wraps it up for us today. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another topic. Sweet. Awesome. Have a great day, everybody. See ya. Bye y'all. Thank you for listening to the What's Happening in Stage Lighting podcast. If you're interested in purchasing any gear, please visit our stage lighting store, learnstagelightinggear.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please listen to our other episodes on Apple, Spotify, or Google podcast platforms. Don't forget to grab our free beginner's guide to stage lighting on learnstagelighting.com. Learn Stage Lighting, helping you create great lighting.